Wow, it's great to have everybody here. It's amazing. In the first reading from the Book of Wisdom, it says we hear God has made us in the image of his own nature. And this means that God most definitely intends and desires to use us in ways that allow us to express his nature. A nature which is contained within all of us and a nature that is fully backed by the power of God himself. And in the reading from the Gospel of Mark today, Mark shows us God's nature as a healer in these two stories. And so, if we share the nature of God, then we too have the power to help God in healing. And it's not always a physical healing that needs to be done. It could be mental, it could be emotional, it could be spiritual. It's important for us to also know that healing comes in many different forms. First is prayer. Sometimes just by listening, maybe a touch or a hug, and I'm so happy now that I can hug people again. <laughs> maybe it's by voice. Maybe it's a simple text or an email to someone. Maybe it's offering your forgiveness. Maybe it's just being there and being present. Maybe it's a phone call or an act of kindness. Maybe it's simply just saying, I'm sorry. And then it might be just sharing your story with someone else. So in the second reading today, St. Paul is talking to the people of Corinth. And he is asking them to share their abundance at the present time to help supply the needs of others. And St. Paul could just as well be talking to all of us this morning, asking us to take advantage of those opportunities where we can bring healing to other people, where we can share our time, our talent, and our treasure to help bring healing about in the world. And we should never underestimate or think that there is anything too small that God cannot magnify. Because God can take anything and everything that we do and make it something special. So I was talking to one of our parishioners at Bible study the other day, and she was recounting to me a story of healing that I would like to share with you. This person had lost their husband, and they were entering into Christmas for the first time on her own. Now, she had spent Christmas Eve with her children, but she found herself alone in her house on Christmas Day, thinking about all of the other families while she sat there by herself. And in her own words, she said, it was terrible. It was tough to be at home alone on Christmas Day. And then the doorbell rang it was a friend who brought her a plate of food with turkey and mashed potatoes. And the friend, they couldn't stay, but they knew that she was alone and wanted to bring her food. This simple gesture of friendship meant everything to this person and provided her with a source of comfort during this difficult time of loneliness, so much that many years later, she is still sharing that story. And who would think that a simple plate of food could bring healing to someone, but that's exactly what God does. You see that plate of food, it was like touching the cloak of Jesus himself. 
So the question I have for you is how many times have we not done something because maybe we thought it was too small or that it would not make a difference? So I was talking to another person just yesterday who shared a story about taking a friend who was in a car accident to church. And so she told the friend, hey, I'd like to go to Bible study afterwards and invited the friend to come along. And as this friend walks into Bible study, someone immediately says, oh my goodness, I have been praying that you would join us. And on top of that, the discussion that took place that day was one that brought healing to this person as it relates to her family. Because you see, there's a lot of healing that takes place when we become selfless, when we sacrifice and we are concerned with the other person. But the question is, how many times have we not gone out of our way to help someone when we could have? Because you see, whether we do something or whether we don't do something, it has ripple effects. It has consequences and things happen as a result of that. But the one thing I want you to remember from this story is, is that we just need to do our part and then let God worry about doing the rest. Because in this story, you see, he put all of those pieces together with those different people to bring about healing in her life. So two weeks ago, we had a retreat with some graduating high school girls that go to St. Olaf up in Williamsburg. And as the last adult was leaving, she began to share her story with me of how she suffered with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder all of her life, still does, and her parents never understood. Now, she finds herself working with kids who have the same difficulty, yet she completely understands them because of her own experiences. You see, God has provided her the opportunity to minister and to heal to others using the very same thing that she has struggled with all of her life. You see, God has taken her disability and He has made it an ability. So as she tells the story, not only is God using her to heal others, He is using the encounters that she is having with these young people to heal her. You see, God works both ways. So my question for you is, is what struggle do you have in your life that you need to let God turn from a disability into an ability? See, we must all recognize the healing power in the many things that every single one of us do within our life because every one of them are driven by God. They are not ordinary. They are extraordinary. They are not just something natural that we do. They are something empowered and supernatural by God. It's not just something good. It is something grace-filled. We must all recognize the potential to bring about the healing in the world that God can empower us by His grace. Where does this grace come from? The power comes in many cases from the sacraments. Because you see, God heals us in the sacraments so that we can be his instrument of healing in the world. And in a few minutes, we are all going to receive God himself in the most holy sacrament of the altar, the Eucharist. And if you want to talk about healing, God pouring himself into you is healing. 
And if you want to know about healing, is having 200 plus people back here to worship. And Monsignor would agree with me is that you walk up and you receive the Lord and you say, Amen. I can see the love in your face. I can see the desire that you have to serve God. And it brings healing to my souls. I had dozens of encounters with y'all just coming up to receive Jesus. Another sacrament which is so important is the anointing of the sick. I just was talking to a lady yesterday who's struggling and suffering. And the first question I asked her, I said, have you received the anointing of the sick? And she said, no. Please, if you are suffering or struggling with something, receive the sacrament of God's healing. I have never met a priest when asked to do an anointing. All I ever hear is yes. And they immediately do the anointing. And then finally, I haven't brought this up in several months, it's the sacrament of reconciliation. This is so important in our faith life. The healing that we find in this sacrament is so incredible. Listen, if we are going to be an instrument of healing for God, then we too must be healed by God through the sacrament of reconciliation in a real and an authentic way. I am begging you, if you have not been to reconciliation, please, please go to that sacrament. It's so beautiful. And I promise you, when you do, God will open your heart so that His grace is so abundant flowing through you that you too can help to transform and heal the world. So I'm going to leave you with one last question to ponder this morning. Who in your life needs your healing touch?